The word for bed, bed in Swahili, is kitanda, kitanda. Kitanda. K-I-T-A-N-D-A, kitanda. Kitanda. What the noun group does this look like? Ki. Ki. So the plural beds would be? Vitanda. Vitanda, good. What was the verb for to reside or to sit? Kuka. Kuka. So we have kitanda for bed. How might you say on the bed? Kitandani. Kitandani, good. We can use ni for this as well. Kitandani, on the bed. So how would you say they sat on the bed? Wali ka kitandani. Wali ka kitandani, very good. So kuka is to sit. But we can also build to sit on. To sit on is kukalia, kukalia. 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 So this isn't a new ending. This is our i from our e or i option. But we notice there's also an l there. So when this e or this i sound would fall between two vowels, like it does in kuka, that has two a's, no, we don't want it to get swallowed up in there. So to make it easier to hear, we also put an l. Kukalia. Kukalia. So that's to sit on. How would you say they sat on the bed using this verb? Wali, wali kalia ki, kitanda. Very good. Wali kalia kitanda. So we didn't say kitandani, no, because we already included the information of to sit on in the verb. So actually, we could say that same thing in two ways, no? Wali ka kitandani or wali kalia kitanda. What was to eat? Kula. Kula. On the right. Like on the right-hand side, to the right, is kulia, kulia. Kulia. This is connected. This is because the right hand is the eating hand. So you have kula to eat, and then kulia, like on the right, the right, the eating hand. So we have kulia on the right. We can also find another direction with words we already know. You remember the word for one, or the word for together? Moja. Good. Pamoja, together, moja, one. And moja kwa moja, one by one, moja kwa moja, or one for one, means straight ahead, moja kwa moja. To marry, to marry in Swahili is kuoa, kuoa. Kuoa. How is that spelled? K-U-O-A. Very good. K-U-O-A, kuoa. If you ask somebody in Swahili if they're married, you will say, have you married? How would you do that? Have you married? Umeoa. Very good. Umeoa. Have you married? Umeoa. But this will only work if you're asking a man. That's because in Swahili, men marry whilst women are married. So if you ask a woman if she's married, you'll have to say, have you been married? So from kuoa to marry, we need to build to be married. What do we usually add for this meaning? To be something? Kuoa. The W before the A, coming from kuwa to be, no? But as we need to insert this W between two vowels, because we have kuoa, and we don't want to get it swallowed up in there, we might not hear it if we just say kuoa, we also add an L to make sure that we hear the W. But as W is also a consonant, then actually we add leo or liu. So L-E-W or L-I-W. In this case, L-E. So we get from Kuoa, to marry, to be married, kuolewa. Kuolewa. 
kualewa. So when we're adding our W between vowels, mostly we're going to get leo or liu, L-E-W-L-I-W. So we have kualewa, to be married. So if you ask a woman, are you married? Have you been married? How would you ask? Ume, ume olewa. Ume olewa. Very good. Ume olewa. And to more than one woman? Ume, ume olewa. Ume olewa. Good. So two M's at the beginning, no? Ume olewa. What was to understand? Ku, kuelewa. Kuelewa. So we have kuolewa, to be married, and kuelewa, to understand. Elewa, and not olewa. And now also we can recognize that leo in the middle, L-E-W, is maybe also coming from a meaning of to be something. No? Kuelewa. Do you understand? So we said that when you ask, you know, when understand doesn't mean generally, but you know, like, have you understood? We will use this have. So do you understand? Have you understood? Ume, ume elewa. Ume and we could also have kulewa to be drunk. Kulewa. Again, if you ask, are you drunk? You will say, have you got drunk? Have you got drunk? So we use me again. Are you drunk? Ume elewa. So listen carefully now. Ume olewa. Are you married to a woman? Ume elewa. Have you understood? Do you understand? With two E's, umelewa, umelewa. With one E, umelewa, are you drunk? <laughs> so when you see leo on the end of a verb, or liu, no, L-I-W, it is probably being built from the meaning of to be, from adding W, no, to be something. And then did that be in leo or liu because it was placed between two vowels. What was to read? Kusoma. Kusoma. And to read to? Kusomia, kusomea. Kusomea, good. So after an O, no, like in soma, we put an E sound, somea. So we have an E there because of that O. But rather than memorizing rules about what should go with what, no, we just want to learn to reference what we know to find what we need. Will I have an E or an I here? Okay, let's look somewhere else to find the answer. And the more you do that, the quicker you will get at it until you are doing it very, very quickly. Kuza, kuza, is to give birth, to bear, to born. What might kuzaliwa mean? Kuzaliwa. To be born. To be born. Good. Now we recognize the liu there. And then we have an I because of that A before. Kuzaliwa. So we also learn or are reminded of that when we look at the verb like this. Okay, I with A. Kuzaliwa. So that means to be born. Where were you born? Uli zaliwa wapi. Uli zaliwa wapi. Uli zaliwa wapi. Where were you born? Where were you guys born? Umli zaliwa wapi. Umli zaliwa wapi. Umli zaliwa wapi. I think we have this verb that you might also hear it with me, depending on the dialect. Umme zaliwa. Umme zaliwa wapi. What was the word for France? Ufaransa. Ufaransa. And... We can't put ni on countries and city names, we said. So if you were to say, I was born in France, you would just say, I was born France. Nili, uh, nili zaliwa ufaransa. 
Nilizaliwa ufaransa. Very good. What was to buy? We have a double syllable in this verb. Kununua. Kununua. Good. To buy is kununua. So if you want to say to buy for, what feels closer to u? An e or an i? Not in sound, but physically with the mouth. So try it. Try to say both ue, ui, and feel, where does it feel like I'm moving the mouth less? <laughs> ue, ui. <laughs> um. Ue, ui. Look at my mouth, if yes. I did exaggerate it. <laughs> you can see, no? Uh -huh. Ue, e is much further back. Uh -huh. Ui. I don't have to move the mouth so much. So it's not the sound. It's the mouth. We want to be lazy. We don't want to move our mm. mouth around too much. No, not here. So if we want to build to buy for, and remember this E sound is coming between two vowels. Good. Kununulia. So we're adding the E sound there, which is closer to the U. But because we're adding it between two vowels, we have to add an L as well. Kununulia. And in the same way, if we want to be able to be bought, we have to put that W between two vowels. And again, we need to use an L to split it all up and make it all hurt. So how is that going to be? To be bought? Very good. We know that we have an I with the L, not an E, because that's what we're having. Kununulia, no? So kununulia, to buy for, kununuliwa, kununuliwa, to be bought. How would you say, it was bought yesterday? Let's refer to a G noun again. It was bought yesterday. Lini, no, lili, lili, nunuliwa, no, jana. Lili, nunuliwa, jana. Very good. Lili nunuliwa jana. So we have li for it, li for the past, and another li there helping us hear the W. No, it was bought yesterday, a G noun. Lili nunuliwa jana. Give me again to buy for. Kununulia. Kununulia, good. So in kununulia, we have the E giving us the meaning of for, and the L is helping us hear it. But in kununuliwa, we have the W giving us the meaning of to be, no? And the li helping us hear it. So how would you say we bought it for him? Tulim nunulia. Very good. So we don't include the it, no? Because we have um, so we imagine that it. So we just say we bought for him rather than we bought it for him, no? Tulim nunulia, and all one word. Very well done.